Okay, hello. Wherever you are, I hope you are doing well. Uh, go ahead, take a seat, grab a cup of coffee or grab a cup of tea, lie down. Um, I hope you're having a wonderful day or I hope you had a good day, um, whatever time you're listening this to. Um, and yeah, I would say let's just dive in. Um, I would like to talk about things no one tells you in your 20s today because I think that being in your 20s is actually so much more challenging that than actually like people talk about and um, I would like to start with something that I, I saw on Instagram or TikTok. I think it went viral and it's something that Halsey once said and I quote I think the hardest lesson a young person has to learn in their 20s is you're not the main character in everybody's stories. You are the main character in your own. And it just it hit me home. Like it I don't I don't know what it did to me, but um a little fun fact about me, myself is that I have this I don't know, I have this need that people people need to reassure that they want me in their life and I don't for the longest time I didn't feel like I was the main character in everyone's story like in anyone's there was not a single person where I was like okay yes I am the most important person in this people in that person's life and um I think I still don't have that person but like now I'm I'm okay with that and I think that's perfectly fine as well um and I think that for some people being in their 20s means that they feel like they're on top of the world that they are invincible and that they're full of potential and while I think that is really really great it's not the case for me or like in most like most of the time I personally feel like anxious and like a constant pressure and I think that others might relate to that feeling as well and I think that um, young people in general have this wrong impression of being in your 20s like being in your 20s is all about traveling and experiencing the world and different cultures and having the time of your life with your friends I don't know, that's kind of what I was thinking about when I was younger. And I think that you have this misperception of of being in your 20s, um, especially maybe because of like social media and, and society in general. And when I look back at my 16-year-old self and like my thoughts back then and how I thought my life would be like in my 20s, I would be so disappointed and I was disappointed in some ways um, just because I was like okay you know when I'm in my 20s I will do my studies like I will go to university and then I will get a job and when I have my job obviously I will get a lot of money and I will get this beautiful apartment I will get a dog and a car and you know I just I had this thing planned out or like not planned out but like I had these dreams which is not bad and I'm 20 right now so I don't have that I'm not speaking out of that much experience but 
I also know that I'm I'm not even close to, you know, getting a house of my own or getting a car of my own or um, being somewhere near my dream job. Um, I started studying when, like, I started a, a study when I was 19. I started to study artificial intelligence for half a year and then I stopped because... Well, first of all, it was just too much, so I took like a mental uh, break. But also, I just realized that it wasn't something I wanted to pursue for the rest of my life. It was just not something for me. And um, yeah, so then I, I stopped and I worked for half a year with children. I worked at a um, daycare center, which was amazing. And, well, it wasn't that amazing, but it, it helped me to somehow um, realize what I wanted to do um, overall in life. And I was like, okay, you know, I want to focus on nutrition and um, later on maybe focus on, on children, but like more the nutritional part. And now I'm here studying this and I changed I didn't change my major, I just changed the courses I'm taking into the direction of psychology because I was like, no, nutrition isn't for me. And okay, so this was a lot about me, but what I'm trying to say here is that things will change all the time and you don't need to have everything planned out in your 20s. You don't need to know where you want to go and what master you want to do or what, in what job you see yourself. Of course, you should have dreams and goals and, and have a vision somehow. But don't plan everything out because you will just set yourself up for failure and disappointment. Because I don't know a single person out there who said, okay... When I'm 25, I want to have my first house and I want to have my car and I want to have um, the, the perfect husband or the perfect wife or whatever and and actually got that. It's, it's not going to happen, I think. That's, again, disclaimer. That's just what I'm thinking. And um, yeah, so I really thought that being in my 20s or like, turning 20 I would just have the time of my life I, I would go out I would have fun with friends I would go on vacation with friends and I would not feel lonely or lost it would just like be this overnight change of oh everything clears up and I exactly know what I want and where I want to be and everything is going to be great and here I am being 20 years old turning 21 just feeling lonely and lost and I will be honest here and I think that everyone felt lonely at some point or will feel lonely because um, I think that in your 20s and when you start growing up or when you start moving out and everything you will spend a lot of time with yourself and again this doesn't apply to everyone out there um, I just think that being in your 20s does have some um, challenges that no one really talks about. And um, yeah, so 
The first thing that no one tells you about is that um, your friends will change as you enter the real world. Honestly, like you will lose some of your friends and even maybe <clears throat> your childhood friends. Like I, I lost friends and I lost one of my, or like maybe, no. Okay, so uh, somebody just called me and okay, so um, you might lose your friend and you might lose your childhood friends and I lost one of my childhood friends as well and I've known her since I was like 12 I think 11 something like that and it's it's not gonna be your fault or the other person's fault but it's just gonna be you will develop in in different ways and your priorities are gonna change I mean you you suddenly grow up so, um, yeah, I think that also having a few good friends is better than having a lot of friends that you're not really close with. And I always, always thought that in order to be like one of the cool kids or like, you know, to be popular and cool and likable, I would need a lot of friends. But actually having a couple of good ones by your side that you can count on is so much better It's, you can rely on them and um, talk to them without, you know, overthinking afterwards. Oh, you know, like maybe they're gonna go and tell this and that person. It's just like people you can trust. Um, and so it's quality over quantity, basically. And um, I think the whole friends part is like, I, I could go on forever about that because... I've experienced it so, so much over the past year, especially. But you just, you grow apart. And maybe you grow back together at some point and, and that might happen. And I talked to my mom about it, for example. And she said she had the same thing with her friend. Like they grew apart at one point and then they grew back together like later in time. And I really hope that it will happen at some point but I kept trying to either make excuses for for them or just it, it like I suffered mentally more than the other person did at least that's what what I perceived at that moment so it was a lot harder on me well no I'm not gonna say that because that's really really It's not something I can say because obviously I don't know for sure. It just, I had the impression that I suffered more. And um, yeah, so bottom line here is that you might grow apart with, um, you might grow apart with some of your friends. And even if they're childhood friends, it's not assured that you will stay friends with them forever. And um, again, This doesn't mean that this is gonna happen to you or that this is the case. I'm just talking about experience that I've had and something that might happen. So um, that's also just my opinion here. Something else I've really been experiencing is that you don't, like in your 20s, you don't feel like 
you you don't feel like you're a grown-up yet, but you don't feel like you're a kid either. Because, of course, like, some part of me is like, okay, I'm, I'm a grown-up now, you know, like, I'm a woman. But on the other hand, I'm still so like not not focused but i i i i need my parents um how do you say that like you know they are okay i'm losing my words right now so i'm i still need my parents support um especially like financially wise so um you know like i'm partly standing on my my own two feet and you know like fully being you know working and studying and paying for for dinners and and things that I want to buy extra but like on the other hand my parents are still supporting me in so many ways which is fine and I'm not complaining here don't get me wrong but it's just this you're not a kid but you're not a grown-up because you're not fully you know you're not on your own two feet. You don't have complete control over your life. So I feel lost. It's like sometimes I really just feel lost because I'm like, I'm I'm not a kid, but I'm not a grown up because I can't just be like, okay, you know, I'm gonna book a flight and I'm gonna go to China and I'm gonna just, you know, have a two week vacation. Because of course, on one hand, like it's my money, but on the other hand, I'm not gonna spend all my money on a trip, right? Because what am I going to do after? So you just, on some level, I still need that approval and support from my parents. And um, I think that's very, very confusing. Or at least that's very confusing for me. And um, another point is, well, maybe it's just our society at this point. And I think that maybe this is not the best topic for this episode, but dating is hard, okay? You never know what's going on. And I don't know if it's just your 20s or maybe that's even when you're in your 30s, but I'm really hoping that I'm married when I'm 30. But still, you don't know what's going on. Like, are you exclusive with that person or just hooking up? Are you casually dating? Like, what is going on? Like, I, it's, it's so hard to date in your 20s because you just, you never know what's going on. You never know what's going to happen. And on, on some level, like, I think that you can't even ask what's going on because you're going to scare the other person. Maybe that's just me and maybe I'm just not meeting the right people. But yeah, so I think that dating is a really big one in your 20s as well because some like some of my friends are just, you know, still single and just, you know, screwing around, which is fine. Like do whatever you want and, you know, be happy. As long as my friends are happy, I'm happy. But then there are like friends that have been in these relationships for years and like, you know, I can see them getting married and I'm just here not doing anything like I'm not screwing around and I'm I'm not hooking up. I'm not really dating and I'm definitely not exclusive with anyone. So it's hard. And um yeah, I think that's a really big point um 
I hope you didn't hear my tummy um, noises. So, um, yeah, so I think that the, the two main things that I was trying to get across here is that um, friends and dating are two major points in your 20s that are just challenging and that I just personally feel so presently in my life and I think that are just super overwhelming at some point um, once you actually realize it and then you know at some point you just live with it and you're you're fine and um, I think another thing so moving on to the next point is that it's never too late to change and reinvent yourself so sometimes I talk to people or friends and they're like oh you know like I want to try this and that but you know like maybe I'm too old to do that like no you are never too old like even if you're 50 and you want to learn something new go ahead like you learn for your life and um nobody can ever take away like can take it away from you if you learn something new you learn a new language go ahead like maybe you will lose your friends but you will not lose that ability and that skill of Learn, like knowing that language or knowing how to draw or knowing how to ride a bike or whatever so um, I think that changing and reinventing yourself is is something that you should constantly do like I think it's actually something you should do not just try to do and um, I think that you know of course, people change, but also you can change yourself um, if, if you're not, you know, comfortable in your, in your own body, whether that's your appearance or your mindset or the skills you have, the wall of your apartment, I don't know, maybe you want to paint it and it will change your mood, I don't know. You know, everybody's, everybody's different and everybody has this own vision of themselves but just just keep in mind that it's never too late okay and what kind of plays into that whole thing is that sticking to small routines is so important because even though it might not seem that big of a deal in that moment like a couple of like if I would do that every single day now and I will look back in 10 years, it will pay out. Like, it's it's gonna be worth it. Um, and I have this thing with, like, you know, saving my money. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm gonna save all my money and then I'm gonna transfer it to my bank account at home and save it, blah, blah. And then I see how much money I actually saved. I'm like... Well, that's too little. Like, I can just spend a little bit of it right now. But that doesn't make sense because if you look at it uh, in the long run, it's going to be a lot more, you know? And it's not, not just, you know, it's not just money, but it's about, I don't know, going for a walk every single day or going for a run, going to the gym, drinking your water, eating healthy, um like making your bed every single day or um, doing small things 
that pay out in the long run, you know, not just health-wise, money-wise, but also, I don't know, organization-wise maybe, you know, just something that you don't keep pushing on and like postpone to some time in the future, you know what I mean? Okay, I hope I give, I'm getting my, my point across somehow here. Um, and so, so we talked about friends already, but, um, and I want to go back to that for a second, but it also links to the whole feeling lonely part. And it's not going out and having your own little bubble is not that bad. And um, as I mentioned before, so when I look back at my 16-year-old self, I always thought when I'm in my 20s, I'm going to go out and I'm going to have the time of my life. But I'm going to be honest here. I'm not going out. Like, I barely go out and, like, party or, like, you know, get ready and go out to a bar. Like, the maximum we do here is, like, going out for dinner. But that doesn't happen that often either. So... And that's perfectly fine. So I have my own little bubble. And, um, you know, when I want to have a really nice night or like, you know, I want to treat myself or not, well, not treating myself, but, you know, having this, oh, okay, I want to do something tonight. I'm just going to order food, which is amazing because I can just do that without asking anyone. And I can sit in my bed and have food and, and watch a movie or read a book or listen to a podcast, listen to some music, watch the sun go down, like whatever. And um, I think that your 20s are also kind of the, the time where you learn how to spend time with yourself and being your own best friend. Because at the end of the day, the only person you can rely on is yourself. I'm sorry to say that. And maybe that's just my opinion. But I think that at the end of the day, you're only with yourself. And you can only rely on yourself at some point. Um, or at any point. Um, of course, there's also always your family or your friends. But you need to look after yourself as well. And having your own little bubble and knowing that you can be alone and knowing what you, what makes you happy and what you would do on a day where you're on your own is so important. Like, you know, if people cancel plans, okay, that's fine. Don't be disappointed about, sorry, don't be disappointed about that or um, don't be sad don't let your whole mood be affected by that but then you know do something by yourself which kind of brings me to the next one which is you know uh, being like doing things outside of your comfort zone and um, you know I think that the only way that you can actually grow is by going out of your comfort zone. Um, 
and you should not be afraid to do that. And um, maybe that is the only way you can find your passion or maybe that's exactly what you need to do to find your passion or what you want to do in life. And um, your 20s is about learning and not just learning about like, you know, in the sense of like university stuff or um, college stuff or whatever, but also really just learning about yourself, learning about life, learning how to do laundry and to cook for yourself, learning what you like, you know, learning uh, when is the best time to do your laundry and when is the best time um, where I can focus and be creative, when is the best time to go for a walk, um, when is the best time to go grocery shopping, which I think is the best, either super early in the morning or late at night, but when you go late at night, you don't have a lot of options anymore because all the good stuff is gone. Okay, that was just a little thing that I realized when I moved out and I had to do my grocery shopping. I like to go in in the morning, like around, I don't know, nine-ish, like an hour after they open, that's the best time. 10 out of 10, I would recommend to do that. And um, yeah, so, you know, going out of your comfort zone, I think I talk about, talked about that in the, in the last episode, it's just, that's the only way that you can find yourself and um, learn something new about yourself and you can grow with that as well. So whether your comfort zone is actually, you know, going out and eating by yourself in a restaurant, which I think is, that, that would definitely be out of my comfort zone, to be honest. Like just really going out, eating in a restaurant by myself, not looking at my phone, not reading a book, just looking at the people enjoying my food. I don't know, it's something that um, I can't imagine myself doing. Um, going to a cafe and having a coffee, having my laptop there and studying, perfectly fine, I do that all the time. That's not really out of my comfort zone. But maybe I should do that to just, you know, find time or like learn how to be with myself in in public does that make sense that like not in a weird way but like in a very you know normal way and um yeah so so the point here being that just you know learn you don't have to jump out of a plane just do something that's a bit out of your comfort zone and and that's fine if it's just you know walking from your bed out on your balcony and and having breakfast there because you normally like to have breakfast in bed I don't know but even that is perfectly fine so it doesn't have to be some major um, thing but just something that that helps you to kind of feel like you accomplish something and um, yeah and um, the next thing I think is really really small but like being in your 20s or like, you know, when you start to grow up and stuff, or like when you, you start to move out, you'll be excited about getting groceries and getting new cutting boards, um, that you have laundry days and cleaning days. I don't know, when I moved out and and I just recently got um, a really big cutting board, 
during Christmas vacation. Now I got another one. So I have three cutting boards now. And that's so amazing. And like, let me tell you, it's a game changer to have multiple cutting boards. But like good ones, you know, like wooden ones. Not these really wiggly ones from, I don't know, the, the silicon ones. They're not that good. The wooden ones are like a 10 out of 10. I would definitely recommend them. So that's really something that excites me or like you know having my bed freshly made like after after washing day ah it's so nice it's so nice that's also a point where I was like okay yeah Lena you're growing up a bit um so that's something you will experience in your 20s but I think it's something really nice um okay Let's move on to the next one. So I think there is this, uh, this is a bit more serious, but um, I think that there is this myth of having to achieve everything in your 20s so that after your 20s, you can have, let's call it like a smooth life, like this life without worries. And, you know, you don't have to worry about getting a car or getting a house, having enough money, all of that. Maybe that's just me, but I have this impression that I have to achieve everything until I'm 29 so that when I turn 30, everything's perfect. And um, yeah, so as I mentioned before, is that I, I kind of know that there is no way that I will have that dream job, the dream house, the dream car, everything in my 20s. Of course, like I will try my best. But there's a big difference between having dreams and goals and planning out your life. Because I think I already said it before that if you plan out your life, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. And um, I just think that you don't want to be disappointed. Like, of course, probably you're going to be disappointed. But you don't want to set yourself up for that. So dream big, have aims and goals but don't be like, okay, when I'm 25, I will have this house on this street with this car and this husband and I will have two dogs. You know, like, just try not to do that. I'm, I'm trying, definitely. And of course, I, I do have some visions, but um, yeah. I'm trying not to, you know, set a, like a, a limit until when I have time to achieve all of that. Um, and okay, so this one is maybe just a really personal one and maybe not a lot of people would agree with me, but like actually knowing your sleeping schedule. So of course, like I'm not a mom, I'm not a grandma and I'm not a kid, but even back in high school, like we went to bed early. Like I had a bedtime for the, sorry, that was a voice crack, but like I had a bedtime for the longest time and ever since I can remember I've had a bedtime and my family in general is like we're all going to bed pretty early so like by 9 p.m 9 30 latest lights are out like our house is completely dark we're all asleep and um I remember when I moved out um one and a half years ago and I like I stayed up late or like it, at least it was late for me so it was like half past midnight so of course it's not that late but for me that time I was like okay you know I can do all my studying really late um 
because I can just sleep in the next day. But, but somehow that didn't quite work out for me and I didn't really like it because I slept in so long. So um, I started to go to bed early. So now I'm like literally in bed by 9-ish, 8.30-ish. Depends on the day. Depends on the day. And I try to get my like full 9 to 10 hours of sleep so I can wake up early and then um, just, you know have like start my day earlier because I just found out that I'm more productive in the morning and that when I start my day early I feel better throughout the day so now I'm not saying that everyone should go to bed early and wake up early and you know have the same sleeping schedule as I do but what I'm trying to say is that you should find maybe the times when you're the most productive like are you very productive at night Go ahead, go to bed by 2 and get your full 8 hours of sleep. Um, but like find that sleeping schedule that suits you and um, the schedule that you have around your day, you know. So I just thought that that's something that um, really stood out. Okay, it didn't really stand out to me, but like it was something that um, came up during my 20s or like when I when I turned 20 at least um yeah last one the last one is take a break like of course don't run away from your pop sorry don't run away from your problems um but listen to your gut and if you need a day in bed with a cup of tea and your favorite Netflix series which is friends for me by the way um, go ahead, do that. Actually, take a break. You don't want to run yourself into exhaustion or, like, a burnout. Um, of course, always give it your best shot and give it all your best, but don't ruin yourself. Don't run yourself down to the very last thing because, I mean, what's what's the result of that? If you actually just try to hang on and, um, run yourself to exhaustion then you might need one week or two weeks to fully recharge and needing a day to recharge yourself or like you know recharge your mental energy or your physical energy that's perfectly fine that's like there's nothing wrong with that I think and um, I feel that especially right now a lot of people are like, oh, you know, like, if you take a mental day, that's just, you know, for people that um, can't really do it, like, no pain, no gain, that's something my dad always says, and, well, just the no pain, no gain part, um, but I also think that at some point, it will catch up with you, and if you don't ever let yourself be emotional or be tired, then one day, you will just breakdown but that's maybe also just my personal opinion so my advice to my children at some point or my cousin my brothers my friends would be to take a break um, when you need it not just you know be like oh okay I'm gonna take a break now because you know I'm just too lazy to do anything no but actually when you feel exhausted and you're like okay 
I'm not gonna be productive today anymore. Okay, take a step back. You know, do it tomorrow. Just do something else today. Yesterday, I wasn't very productive. I was like, there's no point in me trying to do anything right now. So I just, you know, I cleaned. Which is still something that was productive. And, you know, it's still something that I don't have to do today, for example. But I just didn't feel like doing anything for uni yesterday. So that's something that um, I learned that taking a break is not something bad and is something that you can definitely do from like every now and then. <laughs> okay, so um, I think this episode was a bit different than the last one. I think it was a bit more, um, not personal, but more casual. Um, I would love some feedback. So if there's anything you would like me to talk about for the next ones, uh, let me know. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and I will hear you next or like I will see you guys next week. Well, I will not see you, but you know what I mean. Okay, um, have a wonderful rest of the day or wherever you are and um, yeah, sending loads of love. Thank you. Bye.